together growing in faith, changing communities. Dear friends, today I would like us to reflect on the first book of Kings, chapter 19, from verse 19 to verse 21. This is the call of Elisha by Elijah. But there is an aspect in which I would like us to look into. And Elijah passed and cast his mantle upon Elisha. And he left the oxen and he ran after Elijah. And he said, let me first go and kiss my father and my mother. And then I will follow you. And he returned from following him. And he took the yoke of oxen and he slew them and boiled their flesh with the yokes of the oxen and gave it to the people and they all ate. Then he arose and went after Elijah and ministered with him. Something that I want to talk about today is what Elisha does. He receives the vocation from God. He receives the call and he says to himself, I want to follow God. I want to follow Elijah and do that which God wants me to do. But he asks Elijah and he says to him, let me please first go to my father's house so that I may kiss my father and my mother and I may say goodbye to them. And he goes back and he fulfills the ritual. And that's what I want to talk about today. There's something that I think we could learn from Elisha's attitude towards his vocation. There are certain things in life that we first need to deal with in order for us to move on with our lives. There are certain aspects of our lives that needs attention. We cannot leave those things behind. We need to go back to them, look at them, face them, face the bull by its horn, as it is usually said, and deal with those realities of our lives. Many a times, certain people struggle with moving on in life, with achieving the greatness that lies ahead of them, with living their lives as best as they can. And when you start analyzing where did it go wrong, it's because there were a lot of things that were left in the past and those things were never really dealt with. We see these in relationships where people go through issues, but they really don't talk about issues and they don't want to deal with those things. Even if they were to break up from those relationships, unless they are healed and unless they have dealt with those realities, they will take the experiences, the pain and the hurts, the baggage of the past relationship, and they will introduce it in a, in a new relationship. You find someone who comes from a very hurtful relationship and finds a good person. But because they are in a good relationship with a good person, they're always watching over their backs. And they keep on asking themselves, when will this person fail? When will this person leave me? When will this person hurt me? When will this person betray me? And you start to ask them, why do you keep on looking for the worst in a person? And eventually you become aware that they are looking for the worst in a person because if they were to be honest with their own past experiences, they themselves have been hurt so deeply. And so I find 
the greatest reality that Elisha leads us to understand is to come to terms with the past. There are certain things in the past that I cannot change. There are certain things in the past that I cannot redo. But I can choose to look into the past, learn from the past, and live today as best as I can. No matter how painful the past was, no matter how detrimental the past was, there is always a lesson for me to learn. And in going back to the past, one of the things that I also think are important for us to look into, do not go to the past in order to condemn yourself. Do not go to the past in order to condemn whatever or whoever. Go to the past because you are looking for healing, because you are looking for solution, because you have learned or you are old enough to know that you can never judge the past with what you know and who you are today. Another thing that is also important, there are people that tend to go to our past to pick dig on them unfortunately people can do that but unless you yourself has come to term with the past have embraced the past have been healed by the past it doesn't matter who goes to your past it doesn't matter what they do with your past because you no longer live in the past so for those who keep on bringing up stuff from the past look at them look at yourself and keep on reminding yourself there is no need for you to dig the past in order to hurt me because I am not the same person that I was over there. Going back and growing up in life, one realizes that there are certain things that we do, that we say, that we are not proud of. And if we were to go back to our childhood, we were to go back to our bringing, we were to go back to what we did years ago, we realize that what I know now is far more greater than what I knew then. I'm now more matured. I'm more confident in myself. I have come to a greater realization of who I am as the beloved son, as a beloved daughter, and I've come to accept myself as a person. And so I think what Elisha is inviting us to do is to embrace the past, to look at the past, and to do things. The second thing that I also find absolutely interesting and beautiful with Elisha, he has a ritual that he does. He takes the oxen, taking the oxen, prepares them so that he, his father, his mother, and the people can eat. The past is not as bad as sometimes we remember it to be. There are a lot of things to be grateful for. A lot of things that the Lord has done for us. Let's celebrate what God has done. Let's celebrate what God has revealed. Let's celebrate how God has moved us from point to point. How he has been faithful in our own lives. And I see the ritual in which Elisha does. He celebrates his life. He has a farewell. He tells the people about the new adventures, about the new things that are happening in his life. He prepares himself as he prepares his friends and his family. And that's what I think we need to do in our own lives. As we go for the new voyages of life, as we go for new adventures of life, we turn to God and we thank him for all those things and we celebrate and we ask those around us who are there with us in moments of darkness, 
in times of tribulations and trials and difficulties, we say to them, God has been faithful. And I'm grateful to God for having given me a person of your caliber. And because of you, I have learned to be more patient. I've learned to be more forgiving. I have learned to be more at peace. I've learned to be more hopeful. I've become a better person. And because of you, I thank my God. Today, we go back and we remember the words of Barry. I thank my God. It's time I think of you. And when I pray for you, I pray with joy. Barry used to say all those words, remembering what St. Paul said about the church, but above all, celebrating someone else's life. So we go back to God and we thank him for everything. The third thing, having finished the ritual, what does he do? He sets on his mind on a journey. Nothing will disturb him. He's made peace with the past. He's celebrated the achievements. He now moves on to something. And that is the pattern of a success. To deal with the past. Celebrate what needs to be celebrated. Mourn whatever needs to be grieved upon. But above all, make a decision, have courage, move on, do something about your life. Life owes us nothing. It's what we do with our lives that matters the most. May Anthony of Padua pray for us. May Mother Mary continue to lead us, to shield us with their maternal care and love. May Almighty God bless and protect you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.